Hello, my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Brother Rob broadcasting once again from beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So tonight we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic, which is under your understanding that your identity in Christ is son or daughter. You're a saint. You're a son or daughter of the living God. And your identity is not sinner if you're in Christ. If you're a Christian, found, bought by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are not by identity a sinner. You are by identity a saint, a son or daughter of the living God. And it's really, really important that you and I get this right. Okay, so in this uh, podcast comes in light of, you know, something I posted um, on my timeline earlier today, which was, if you're a Christian, your identity is son or daughter, not sinner. Read that again. I'll just say it again. If your identity, sorry, if you're a Christian, your identity is son or daughter, not sinner. I'll say that one more time to drive this abundantly clear and drive it home. If you're a Christian, if you're in Christ, your identity is son or daughter, not sinner. You're a son or a daughter of the Most High God. Your identity, if you're in Christ, is sinner. And it's monumentally important that we as believers in Christ come to a realization, revelation, and acceptance of our identity. It's vitally important. It's crucial. And we there's no there's no deny you cannot deny this. If you deny this, you'll never have the life in Christ that God has always intended for you and I to have. Okay. Now of course I can make those claims emphatically, intensely. <sighs> And with passion, right? But that matters not if I cannot back them up with the word of God, which of course I'm going to do. So the first text for tonight is from 2 Corinthians 5, 16, and especially 17. But I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 5, 16, and 17. So 2 Corinthians 5, starting at verse 16. From now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we were once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, listen to this, therefore, it's verse 17 of 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Let me say it again. Therefore, if anyone is a new creation in Christ, then he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new is here. We are a new creation in Christ. Ah, what do I say? We are a new creation in Jesus Christ. The old is gone. The new is here. And it's here to stay. Make no mistake about that. Okay, 
You don't identify as a sinner if you're in Christ. And if you do, you have a serious issue with who you are in Christ. And it's monumentally offensive to the heart of God to identify as a sinner if you're found in Christ. <clears throat> I'm not saying that you'll never sin if you're found in Christ. That's not what this is about. This is about identity. Your identity, when you've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, at the moment you're saved, changes from sinner to saint, or sinner to son or daughter of the Most High God. It's, it's crucially, monumentally important that you understand this truth. Monumentally important. It, the enemy does not want you and me to get this stuff, okay? He does not want you or me to see ourselves as sons or daughters of the Most High God. And, you know, even this whole thing I've been hearing today about, yeah, we're, we're a son or a daughter, but we're also sinners. That's double-minded, man. That's demonic stuff. You cannot be a son or daughter of God by identity and claim sinner as identity. That's double-minded and demonic. Say it again. If you think you can claim to be a son or daughter of God and a sinner as your identity, that's demonic and double-minded. Hmm. <sighs> Stuff is so important, man. And I'm passionate about it because I want God's bride to see herself for who she truly is. Reconciled to God through the atonement of Jesus Christ and walking in her authority as God has empowered her to do. And she can't do that if she doesn't see herself for who she truly is. And who she truly is, is what the word says she is. She is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. And it's here to stay. It's here to stay. Oh, man. Really hope you guys are enjoying this so far. I'm enjoying being as passionate about this stuff as I am because I'm, I really am truly passionate about God, his word, his love, and his grace and his truth, man. All right, so let's keep going. Okay, this is uh, Romans chapter 8. I'm going to just read the, actually, I'm going to read the first 17 verses of Romans chapter 8. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who is, who gives life to you, set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. No, likeness, okay? Likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. 
The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh has, is hostile to God, does not submit to God's laws, hey, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the flesh, you will live. For if we are led by the Spirit of God, we are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves that you may live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. Oh, love that adoption, man. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glory. Now, there's, I could spend a few hours on this, these, the 17 verses on Matthew, or sorry, Romans 8, but um, of course, I'm not going to do that for the sake of time and just, you know, for the sake of uh, anyone who's listening to this. So, but there is a few things we, we, we clearly need to um, explain here. The first is this entire compare contrast that um, Paul does in Romans 8, 1 to 17, is he's comparing and contrasting those who are, what he calls them living according to the flesh or in the realm of the flesh, okay? The realm of the flesh is a reference to those who don't know Christ or who have not been bought by the blood of Jesus, or at least not yet. But those who are living according to the Spirit have been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, have been ransomed, paid in full, and are living according to the Spirit. The only way it's possible to live according to the Spirit is have the Holy Spirit of God transform you and save you completely, okay? So this compare and contrast that Paul does in the first 17 verses of Romans chapter 8 it's just that he's comparing and contrasting those who live according to the flesh, which is the ways of the world, to those who live according to the spirit. Those who live, those who are, have been ransomed by Christ and live according to the spirit of Christ. And that's why we need to understand that if you're outside the will of God, which means living according to the uh, according to the ways of the flesh, the ways of the world, that is a person who is who the Bible identifies as a sinner. But the person who God has ransomed and bought and by the blood of Jesus Christ and paid for that person through Christ's atonement on the cross, that person is saved 
you're in Christ, that person is a son or daughter of God. Even listen to uh, verse 16 and 17 of Romans 8. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs of God. <sighs> and if we are in co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his suffering in order that we may also share in his glory. Okay, but I also want to bring to your attention... Okay. Right. Okay, verse 14, 15. Actually, yeah, I'm just going to verse 15 of Romans 8. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves again so that you live in fear. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. Okay, this is monumentally important to understand your adoption to sonship. And this is just a generic term, meaning it applies to men and women alike, okay? So, when God saves you, ransom you, and brings about your adoption, my adoption to sonship, this, this, you know, this walking newness of life that I've, I've already talked about in um, 2 Corinthians 5.17. I'm going to read 2 Corinthians 5.17 a second again, because I'm going to tie it all together. Sorry, 2 Corinthians 5, yeah, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new has, so, sorry, if it, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new is here. There, let me say it again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new is here. Oh, man. You're a new creation in Christ. And you've been bought with the, the, the blood of Jesus Christ. And you and this has been and this is how God brings your about adoption into sonship, man. And because you're a son, and again, sonship is just generic, it refers to men and women alike. If you're and then so basically you have been declared a son or daughter of the living God because of what Christ has done for you on the cross, ransomed you, and paid the price, man. You have to understand that if you're in Christ, you are not by identity a sinner. By identity, if you're in Christ, you're a son or a daughter. You've been bought at a price. Christ paid your, your debt in full, man. You are not a sinner by identity if you're in Christ. You're a son or a daughter. You've been ransomed. You've been bought at a price. And that's the, that's the highest price that anyone could pay life okay understand your value as a son or daughter of the living god and again this doesn't mean you'll never sin but your identity isn't sinner it's son or daughter of the living god and you have to understand that you really do you really really do Stuff so good, man. God is so good, and He loves you and me so much. But we have to claim our inheritance as sons or daughters. You don't claim inheritance as sinners. As a sinner, you're lost. You're outside the will and word of God. 
And there's no place or safety net in there. And again, a sinner, biblically speaking, is a reference to someone who's not in Christ. But if you're in Christ, if you're a Christian, you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit of God living in you. And you're walking in obedience, in sonship. You cannot claim as an as a, an identity of yours to be a sinner. That's that's warped, man. You're a son, you're a daughter. You know, Peter says that we're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You think God's gonna allow a royal priesthood, a holy nation, someone who's a son or daughter of the most high God to identify as a sinner? That's twisted, man. And it ain't biblical. It's not biblical. Know your value. Know your worth. If you're in Christ, you are a son or daughter of the living God. You're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Know your worth. Know your value. Claim your inheritance as you should. I love you all. Peace out. Brother Rob.